welcome to Brat Babes Throttle Talk. I am Angelisa, your host for today's episode. So today's episode is something different, not interviewing any women athletes or entrepreneurs. And this is going to be a little bit off track as far as like snowmobile and dirt bikes. However, it's something that I experienced this season, uh, this winter season personally. And um, if you guys don't follow me on personal, uh, my personal account, totally fine. You don't have to. Um, I went through a major pivotal point in my life and um, I lost my fur baby, Sprout. So Sprout, she was a lovely dog. I had her... Um, I adopted her at six months. It was in uh, 2010, and I had her for, um, you know, 10 and a half years. So that's a long time, and I think, uh, you know, it's taken me a while. Uh, She passed away on March 4th of this year, and um, I grieved. Oh, my gosh. I'm still grieving, in all honesty. I don't know how to even process all of this. Um... But what I must say is I'm, I'm definitely in a better place. I've come to a point where I, I surrendered, um, you know, not long after, after we put her down. Um, we we ended, ended up putting her down because she had cancer. So she developed cancer and it's, uh, it started in her shoulder, her front shoulder. Um, apparently this is very common. This is something that happens, um, with, you know, breeds such as hers. She was a cross from a black lab to pit bull. And, um, the vet did say that, you know, she, even though we didn't get the x-rays, um, she just knew, she knew that she had cancer and that's usually, that's where it starts is in the front shoulder. I'm not going to lie. I noticed sprout decline in health in January, so beginning of my season. And it was a, a really, I was really struggling as an athlete. Um, yeah, I was on a, a new snowmobile. Um, but I think what comes down to it is I couldn't fully be present sledding because in the back of my mind, I knew I had my best friend fading away from me. Uh, I hope I don't cry during this episode. Um, you know, there's, there's one day that I went out this season, it was in February, and I, you know, every day, like I said, since I noticed Sprout um, declining in her health, um, I was in tears. I knew, I knew in the bottom of my heart that she wasn't going to be around for much longer. And like I said, you know, Sprout, I had her for 11 years. Um, she was there by my side at my wedding. She was there with my firstborn when I had Stella. She was there for my second uh, with Billy. And I, um, gosh, she was here when we moved to Whistler. So um, lots of big big, huge moments of my life, she was always there. So a day, let's go rewind back to the day in February. I went out sledding, I, you know, 
um, went with my husband and a few girlfriends. I cried under my helmet, which I did almost every ride because I was frustrated, upset, and I just wished that I could turn back the hands of time, <laughs> in all honesty. Um, anyway, so we went out this day. It was a beautiful sunny day. And I just, I wanted to escape reality and I just wanted to focus on sledding. I really did. I wanted to have a great day, just have a change of scenery. But Sprout, she was always there, like in the back of my mind. I was always thinking about her. So my biggest thing on that day is, um, you know, I was hitting some drops and I was hitting little jumps. And the thing that I was doing is I was getting off my sled. I would walk to the lip of the drop or the lip of the jump. And I would, you know, try to calculate, now I'm doing quotation marks, try to calculate my, my run-in for this, you know, the speed to the run-in. Um, and then also what I need to do to take off and then to land. So I was, you know, uh, practicing those methods of getting off the sled, walking it out, walking back, talking it out, which is another big thing. And everything was great. And uh, at the end of the day, I, you know, saw a friend, he was hitting this drop and he's like, oh yeah, you know, you can, you can do it. No problem. Um, which I know I knew I could do it, but my problem was, is like I said, you know, I was kind of at the back of my mind dealing with Sprout and I don't want that to be an excuse, but she's been heavily on my mind all day. And, um, I think at this point I was pretty exhausted and for me, my biggest challenge when I'm hitting jumps or dro drops is getting from point A to point B. So it's not necessarily the feature or the obstacle, it's getting there. I have such a mental block or a struggle on getting from where I am to getting up top or getting just at the in run before I take off. So, I had to get there. I didn't want to get stuck. I didn't want anyone to rescue me. I just wanted to get to the top, right? And also too, again, I'm on a new sled. So I just, I, I had all these things going on in my mind um, that, okay, I just can't get stopped. I don't want to get, I can't get stuck. I can't get stuck. Let's just go, let's blast through this. So I did that. I got up to the top of this drop and my biggest mistake is I didn't stop to get off my sled to check out the drop. I should have done that. But again, so many things were running at, uh, in my mind at that moment that I got to the top. I, I did stop briefly, shook it off and be like, okay, now neck onto the next. Uh, so I, I went on the in run and I knew immediately as I left that drop that I made the biggest mistake. A mistake that could have really end, ended a lot. <laughs> Don't know if it would have ended me, but it could have resulted in a really bad accident. So I took off the drop. I didn't give it the wrap that it needed to lift the nose up. 
And so basically, I just nose dove right off the drop. Nose and skis hit the snow. Good thing there was snow. Good thing there was a, like a good amount of powder underneath me. And as the sled came down, I, I fought. And I remember going through this. This was a very slow motion in my mind. Like it was in such a slow-mo process that I knew exactly what was going on. I landed with the skis and I held onto the bars with all my might. As that track, the back end lifted, I pushed. I pushed with all my might for the sled to stay back, to not um, top, you know, go, what's it like flip over you know I didn't want it to flip over me if I got if I ejected and the sled rolled over top of me oh I don't know I don't even want to go there so when I landed I fought with all my might as gravity tried to fight me I fought back you can see these photos on my Instagram actually um uh naturally my body lifted because like I said I the whole sled wanted to um, flip over, do a backflip basically. So my body was naturally trying to flip off the sled. And again, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to flip over because if I flipped over and landed in front of my sled, the sled would have hit my back and who knows what damage would have happened. So as I'm going, I'm fighting, my le- my legs lift over top of me, over top of my head. I'm doing a handstand on my bar. Oh, I'm pretty sure I hit my head too. Um, but I just, like I said, I fought gravity. And I said in that moment, there's no fucking way I am going in front of my sled. Not today. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have two girls waiting for me. And I have my dog waiting for me. So after doing this, some crazy balance act off of my bars, I think I held that position. I scorpioned, okay? My legs, my like heels were basically at my back. Um, I held that for, I don't know, I want to say a minute. I couldn't put my legs down. Gravity, like I said, was fighting me to the fullest. Once the once I got down, the sled rode out. I was able to get my legs underneath me, and I just kind of sat there. Everyone was scared. It was like it was so painful to watch. I know that. Um, like I said, I I knew off the takeoff what I did wrong. But you know what I did? I got back up. I got back up to that drop. I didn't go as big as that first one. I went more to the right, which was a smaller drop. Um, But this time I had my friend Carson, he came up with me and uh, we stopped at the top. We we built a little walk or like a run-in. We walked it out to where I wanted the middle of my sled to be, where I wanted my skis to take off, and we talked about it. 
we talked it out. I knew what to do. I knew when to throttle it out and I knew what my next steps were. And I felt at a place of ease in a way because I knew that I was able to prepare myself for that drop rather than just chucking myself off of something. (laughs) So Carson does it, gets on a sled, he hits the drop. I walk back. I don't have my radio or my backpack, so I can't hear any other noise happening. Um, But I knew that this time, I knew that I did things right. I took the time to get off my sled to walk it out. I took the time to talk it out. And uh, walking back, I hopped on that sled, got back on the saddle, and I did it. I, I don't know what made me want to go back and do that drop, but I knew I had to. I couldn't leave on that note of doing some crazy acrobatic gymnast act. Um, even though I landed that drop, it was not a good thing. Um, so I went back up and I am so proud of myself for doing that, for getting back on the horse, for getting up top and riding it out, landing it properly, throttling out off the drop, landing it as you should. Oh, so where am I going with this? Um, (laughs) I guess for me, it's, um, as an athlete this season, I There was major struggles for me, um, but the number one struggle, I think the biggest struggle that I've had is, um, you know, dealing with my girl, with my puppy that, that left, that I wasn't expecting, Um, but I definitely did see her fade away from me, and uh, yeah, said goodbye to her on March 4th, jeez so emotional um and you know geez it's only it's been almost two months I'm still grieving I'm still so sad so hurt and um she was such a big part of my life and even though I don't want to use her as an excuse she was always there always in the back of my mind this season You know, I did have sledding as an outlet, but there are days where I felt guilty for doing it. I felt guilty for getting out when I should have been spending the time with her. But mind you, she she wouldn't have wanted that. I'm a better mom, and for mom, for baby mom, um, when I'm able to escape and do fun things that make me happy. Right? That goes for all of us. I know I'm not the only one. When we're able to do something that brings us joy, we're a better person for it, right? I, I know you guys are agreeing with me. So I would say um, to my younger self, or I guess, you know, or not a younger self, if I could whisper in the ear of Angelisa a year ago, I would have told her that all the bullshit that came my way didn't matter. What matters is my family and being the best mom I can be 
being the best friend that I can be, the best wife that I can be, and being there for my girl, Sprout, because she was there for me through some of the biggest moments of my life. If I could go back a year from now, knowing what I know now, oh gosh, I would have. I would have told that. So, <clears throat> anyways, um, a little bit of a personal experience. Um, as you can see, it's still something. It's still new to me. It's still something I'm dealing with. I'm talking about it. I do have a really great um, therapist who's working with me um, with such a loss. Uh, you know, Sprout, she was my home. She was my comfort. If any of you are, you know, going through any type of struggles when it comes to your sports, if you're like a woman athlete, and um, I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to not be in that place of sending it all the time. It's okay to experience things that other people aren't experiencing. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel burnt out. You know, we're living in a really weird time and we're all trying to adapt and we're all trying to evolve to these restrictions, to COVID. But maybe it's, if you haven't experienced any of this stuff, I just invite you to extend your heart, open up and just lean in and listen because everyone is dealing with something in the background, behind the scenes that we are, we're not aware of. It could be something small. It could be something large. Not all of us are so vocal about it, right? Again, for me, the reason why I started these throttle talks is because I want to know more. I want to know the stories. I want to hear about the pains and the struggles that women athletes go through. And this is beyond the snowmobile, beyond the dirt bikes. I want the real, the raw the unfiltered, the authentic side of what athletes go through, what they're thinking, what they're experiencing, have experienced. That is why I started Throttle Talks. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It was a tearjerker for me, um, but I do appreciate you being here. I appreciate that you guys... Um, again, extended your hearts. You opened up for me to listen or to talk. I'm talking to you. You're listening to me and I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. I thank you so much. I thank you for being here and for sharing so much, um, support and love. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love the community. I love doing this. And I love sharing, again, the stories, the experiences that we all go through. So thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have a beautiful day. If you're going out riding, wrap on, be safe, and fucking have fun. And just don't worry about the bullshit. My new tagline and my new motto, well, I shouldn't even say it's a new motto. It's something that I've been, you know, saying to myself for a while now. Inhale. Now say it with me and do it with me. So breathe in. Inhale the two stroke. Exhale 
the bullshit. (laughs) Okay, wrap on babes and I will catch you on the next episode.